episode 171. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at. With your host, Shane Chapman and Wayne Laurent. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Right, yeah. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm not so bad. You know what you need to do? Put it on the issues list. Get a new intro done. Oh, it's yeah. It's to happen right away. Happen. Uh, we got a few people in the Instagram community already today. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No Wade today, though. He's back in Saskatoon. Yeah, he is. So he's doing his thing. Poor old Wade. Talked enough to him today. Anyway, we had a couple meetings that both ran like well past their expiry date. Well past. Fif- so we a 15 a- minute turned into an hour meeting today. Yeah, I'm tired, honestly. It's Friday. Like, I'm yeah, just, yeah, I know. I feel a little worn out. out right now. I don't yeah. know why. Is it the... Not, like, just today. Is it the kids at home all week? Uh, no, they've been uh, not bad. Okay, that's I'm good. just, I don't know. I'm just kind of tired feeling. That's allowed, isn't it? It is. Are you getting ready? For? March. Yeah, maybe that's what... <laughs> maybe, maybe this is a precursor to uh, home show season coming up for me here. You think you're tired now? Just wait. You know what, though? I absolutely will not be tired at those. Oh, yeah, I know. I get high on that shit. Get high! Like I don't get high for it. I mean, that makes me high. Like you go and you go and do a bunch of blow before you go. Yeah, the show. Yeah. Bam, pop, 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 <laughs> and then good to go. I'm ready to go. No, but I just like for those kind of events. I just like I get adrenaline for like four yeah. days straight, and I'm just go, 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 and I don't get tired. And then you crash the second you get home after. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, It'll, yeah, probably a rough night, but yeah. How about you? Are you uh, are you planning on coming to the trade shows and helping out with them? We haven't even asked you that yet. Are you going to be there? Or I'll what? be there on the Fridays for sure. On the fur days. Yeah, I'll be there the first days, and okay. I'll be there to set up. Yeah, that's the watch set up at least. All the work. I don't know if right I could there. actually set up. Yeah. Anyway, you mentioned that you might have some things oh. to chat about today. Did I want to catch you off guard there? <laughs> Rock and roll, lock and load. It's the Olympics. Is it though? <laughs> I mean, it is. Have you? Is I haven't just watched me? anything. There you go. I was going to say, is it just me or are you the most detached from the Olympics ever? And it's way easier to watch than it ever has been. I just don't care this time around. I know. And we're like, we're in second place for medal count. That's not true. Aren't we? I care enough to look it up and know that's bullshit. What? Who's... <laughs> Who's in, who's above us? Everybody. Okay. Like so Norway was. Yeah. So the last time I looked, which was like a day or two ago, we were, we would have been fourth in total medal count. That's what I was. But yeah. 12th in golds. Oh yeah. And so which, which. It's quantity, uh, not quality, Shane. <laughs> leads me to another, <laughs> another thought that I've had. Canada is a solid third place contender in a lot of things that we do. All like we just crush bronzes yeah that's our thing so if you i'm pretty sure that we might be first in bronze oh yeah see like we have like 18 bronze medals and like three gold and four silver yeah and i feel like that's a pretty common thread at the olympics it seems very canadian too right we're like letting other people right be above us we know don't want to boast too much it's okay like we want the medal we want a medal we want to be on the stage but it doesn't got to be the flashy one nah just give us one that says we were there yeah performed if they had a fourth place medal we might take that We'd so we could get someone else up probably on if they offered ribbons if they offered we'd ribbons. like to be like you know what we'll take the ribbon yeah we'll take it's okay guys sorry hey eh? <laughs> yeah <laughs> those medals are a little bit heavy anyway yeah 
Um, but anyways, yeah, I like total metal count. We are doing quite well. See, there are lots of bronze in there. Yeah, well, bronze is third you know place what? is still third place. You know what I was surprised about though is that China is not number one, and I thought that they would have like they would have just winter own everything at it. I, it's true, but like the winter, the the countries that are doing the best in the metal count are like Norway, winter countries. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. Sure, it's like I'm sure Iceland has doing better than than they do in the Summer Olympics. Quite probable. And then Jamaica's probably at the bottom. Yeah. Just the bobsled, bobsled team. Do they still have a bobsled team? Uh, Carly Matheson says four gold, seven silver, thir- silver, 13 bronze. That's where we're at. So 13 bronze. There you go. There you go. Third in total medal count at this point now. So that's a few more silvers than when I last looked. We must have picked a couple up over the last couple of days. There you go. So. But what I- hold on though. Oh, okay. If there we're you. going to score all the medals, yeah. I, I think that total medal count is bogus. That's a bullshit statistic that shouldn't matter you just want number ones or or do a point system where it's like three points for gold two points for silver one point for bronze because you can't tell me that somebody with 35 medals but 34 of them are are bronze bronze is better than a country who won 19 golds right that's right no 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 but uh, but a lot of these events are like the what separates third from first is like millimeters or microseconds. Right. And the color of the metal. <laughs> so, and that's why I'm saying give some points to the other ones, but they shouldn't count. Right. It shouldn't just be total metal count. Yeah. That's bananas. We should have a, yeah, maybe the Olympics should be a point count. But I'm fine for a three, two, one, or even a, like a five, two, one. Where the, gold I mean, yeah. really ma- the gold, gold really matters. matters. And the silvers and bronzes are like consolation points. Sure. Yeah. I can get behind that. But the idea of a total metal count, that's bogus. That is bogus. With that logic, somebody who won nothing but bronzes could finish ahead of a whole bunch yeah. of countries. Like it'd be Canada. If anything. Canada. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to talk today about some things that make Canada Canadian. Third so things, place medals. Like third place medals <laughs> would be on here. But these are things that you can only find in Canada. Okay. This sounds fun. Okay. I'm looking forward to this. I got 20 of them, but we'll see. Uh, number one, what do you think the number one thing that people always talk about? You like can only find foreigners. It. Yeah. They're like, so stereotypical things. Probably. Yeah. Uh, like this is anything, anything like what's something that you can only find in Canada. Oh, only find in Canada. You can't really find it anywhere else. Moose. Uh, that's not on this list. Really? Hey, eh? I think uh, you can find moose in other countries. <laughs> that you can only find in Canada? Only. Bagged milk. Oh, you were going that way. I see. Okay, yeah. That, well, that's not even a Canadian thing. That's like an Ontario thing. We've yeah. been over this. Yes, but it is on the list. You can only find it in Canada. Sure, because to a lot of people, Toronto is Canada. That, well, it is Canada. So It's the biggest part of Canada. Yeah. It's not. It's not. It's just a little tiny. Part. It's just tiny. Big in population. Exactly. Lay's ketchup chips. Mm. You can only get those here. I see where you're going now. Okay. Yeah. Do you like ketchup chips? I do love ketchup chips. Yeah. I think ketchup chips are like probably one of the best flavors of chips. Oh, they're really good. And in theory, they should not be good. No. Because it's nobody ketchup. eats ketchup on potatoes. So, <laughs> yes, like, they why? Do. No, they don't. It's called french fries, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Do you think french fries are potatoes? Well, shit. <laughs> I like I was 40 years old when uh, so 
In my, I don't even have a button <laughs> for that. <laughs> that's never crossed my mind, Bryce. I've always just thought of like baked potato. Who the hell would put ketchup on that? Nobody. But you're right. French fries, French fries are potatoes. Okay, fine. Okay. So as soon as you fry anything, you can put ketchup on it. That's the rule then. You fry it, then ketchup goes okay. on. So really you're eating ketchup with oil. Fried Snickers bar? Would you put ketchup on that? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I guess so. Wouldn't you? Yes, I would. Look at who's calling right now. Who's we should calling? put him on here. It's Wade. Oh, it's Wade. Be self-aware, oh. Wade. We're in the middle of a podcast here. I didn't answer it. Oh, I thought you answered it. No, he must be really fired up about putting ketchup on potatoes. Uh, okay, number three. Have you ever had a beaver tail? I have had a beaver tail. Very Canadian. That's another but not deep fried a, like thing. one time. Yeah, I'm not. That's, a, a, I'm that's not fair a, food. Yeah, I know. You see can't him get it anywhere fair. else. You can't get it anywhere else. No, apparently not. Okay. We okay. Got some, we got some. Okay. Can we read some yeah, of these? Hit them. Um, a judge from China. The Chinese judges. You find those? <laughs> you find those? <laughs> is that what that means? I don't know what that's. My, what he's talking about? Anyways, cheesies. Hawkins cheesies. Uh, not on the list. Oh come on! Those are the best cheesies. No, I agree, but they're not on the list. So I'm sorry, but those are the only cheesies worth eating. Puffy cheesies are for the bears. Like puffy I, I cheesies. I don't like are, puffy cheesies puff, either. They're weird. I like the hard. They need to be hard. Hard and crunchy ones. Hard the Hawkins ones. ones. Hawkins yeah. ones. Hawkins ones are better than. So Cheetos. the American version of that was like Cheetos. Yeah. And it came out with the crunchy Cheetos. Not the same. But the the red hot spicy Cheetos are awesome. Better than the puffy ones though. But nothing beats Hawkins. I agree. Cheesies. I agree. Hawkins cheesies are great. What else we got in here? Milk in a bag. Vico chocolate milk. Is that on there? That's a Saskatchewan thing. Yeah, it's not on here though. I th I'm pretty sure you can get Vico in. Uh, this is gonna sound weird, but I'm pretty sure you can get Vico in like Vietnam and stuff. <laughs> For real? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, this one's coming from our friend down. He's in Utah, right? TC Dex. Yeah. Uh, he says. Uh, Levi says, how about toonies, loonies and toonies those, or however you spell those it. Those are Canadian things. And he spelt it L-U-N-E-E-S and T-W-O-N-E-E-S. That's adorable. That's not how you spell loonies. What, what He's about closer the, on toonies. What about okay. the bird? Hold on. Yeah. The, it's L-O-O-N-I-E-S. Yes. The loon. The boon. The bird. The boon. How do you spell toonies? You, how do you spell T-O-O-N-I. Oh, you do, hey? You ha I mean... Not T-W-O-N-I-E. Why would you spell it T-W-O? Because it's two. Yeah, days. I understand. It's two <laughs> loonies, though. Yeah. Yeah. But then you would just call it loonies. That's true. Toonies, like, you call a fiver a fiver because it's I've got the never, word five in it. I've never called it a fiver. Call it a fiver! <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, that's good. Okay. Coffee crisp. Yes, Yes. Can only get in Canada. So I saw a video on YouTube recently, and it was uh, a a who? What was it? It was a guy, two friends. One guy was like a an American guy okay. from Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah. Big Buffalo Bills fan, big NFL fan. The other guy was a Hamilton Tiger Cats fan, Canadian CFL fan. It's not the same, but and <laughs> and, not, and so they were buddies, and and uh, the Buffalo American friend was going to come up to the Grey Cup this year. Oh yeah, and check so it they, out. They like vlogged the whole thing. And so, and he loved it. He's like, this is freaking awesome. He's just like turned into a big CFL fan while he's there. He thought the game oh, yeah. was amazing. But in the crowd, they were like, they took coffee crisps. And then I can't remember what they had from a payday bar maybe or something. I can't payday. remember what it was. Some American chocolate bar. And they went to the crowd and were like, try these. Which one? And they voted to see which one won. And I believe coffee crisps won by a little bit. I, but it wasn't as unanimous as you think. I'm not a big coffee crisp Oh, fan. coffee crisps are good. I like caramelks. 
Yeah, yeah Caramelks are also Canadian generally. Are they? Yeah. Really? Mr. Big. Mr. Big's Canadian too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe hmm. not. Maybe I'm wrong with that one. Interesting. Anyways. Anyway, coffee crisps are the tits though. Caesars? Yeah, okay. Don't Show they me. just call them something? Just call them like a Bloody Mary. It's pretty close. Yeah, but um, it's not pretty close. Bloody Marys are made with tomato juice. Okay, and a clo- and versus Clamato, which is tomatoes with some like you but squeeze you a little bit get, of clam you can't water get in it. Clamato anywhere else, right? But like, does it actually taste any different? Oh yeah, it does. Tomato juice is like most of the time kind of thick. Yes, you want a thick Caesar? No, <laughs> no, I don't. Okay, no. Uh, is, so is a is a Bloody Mary thick like that? Then generally, yeah, you can get thinner ones, but they're not as good. Interesting. Okay. Uh, okay. Kinder surprises with a toy inside. Mm. You can't get those anywhere else. Right? Yeah, I knew that because they made them illegal because they're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> to who? The babies, I guess. Easier to get a gun than a Kinder surprise. I know, right? Because the Kinder surprise is dangerous. Yeah. Sure. Story they checks sh- out. They should start putting guns in Kinder Story surprises, ch- right? <laughs> Less dangerous. Uh, Smarties. Yeah, I've heard that. And down in the States, they call those, um, what we call rockets, or what they call Smarties. Which is nuts. So little sugar discs. they are not the same. Which are delicious. Yes. You know what, though? Of everything you you mentioned on this list, I'm like, all about it. Hard cheesies, coffee crisps, let's go. Yeah. Smarties aren't that great. Smarties are better than regular chocolate M&Ms. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not. M&M's are good with nuts in them. This is true. They're way better with nuts in them. But don't you find that Smarties taste like the dye that colors them? Like there's like a the chocolate, the, bitterness. The chocolate coating is weird. Yeah. Right. Or the coating is So therefore, they're not that great. Okay, fine. How about all dress chips? I thought that was a Canadian It'll thing beached. too. It'll be. Okay, yeah, fine. It's on Getting here. ahead of myself. Bits and bites. Did you know bits and bites were Canadian only? Wait, what's bits and bites? It's like shreddies and it's like oh, yeah, a red oh, yeah, bag. Yeah. yeah. That's Canadian only. Like a party mix type thing. It's party yeah, mix. Yeah, yeah. Bits and bites. Sure. I didn't know that was Canadian only. No, I didn't know that. So there you go. That's uh, good. Where are we? Bits and bites. 10. I don't have an 11. That's fine. Eric Teru says he uh, that Smarties can be found in England. Oh, yeah? I don't know. Screw you. I have no way to verify his claims. Fudgios. Fudgios. That's like a like an Oreo cookie, but with like chocolate, chocolate on chocolate on chocolate. They're not that. They're Oreos. They're mediocre. Nanaimo bars. Oh yeah, that's pretty pretty. Uh, you can't get a Nanaimo Canadian bar anywhere else. Sure. You know what? Nanaimo bars are underrated. Underrated. Yep. They're actually they're amazing. They are amazing. And when you tell me like when there's Nanaimo bars somewhere, I don't get excited about them. I'm like, oh, I gotta have them. But then if I do have one, I'm like, oh my god, I forgot that these are actually like really good. Five of them. You know why? I think there's coconut in them, right? Yeah, coconut, like coconut in, the, in the, base. the base. I I don't like coconut. So therefore, anything that has coconut in it, I'm like, it's not that good. But then you try it, and it's like the rest of it is so unbelievable, it's so good. And the coconut's not not really there. It's not. It's chocolate texture more than flavor. Chocolate. Yeah, they're good. And I agree. They're good. Ruffles all dress chips. There it is. There whoop, whoop. What about butter tarts? Carly says butter tarts. Butter tarts are not localized to Canada. Mm. Is that like a Commonwealth thing? Is that like a British thing that came over? I think it's more like a uh, the other, like Eastern Bloc, like Russian, like like just raisins and sugar. And Ukrainian. A tart. Yeah, I could see it being a Ukrainian thing. That's like a lot of a lot of Ukrainian influence around these parts. Red River cereal. 
Never heard of it. It's like wheat. Like uh like it's like oatmeal. That's why I've but it's made it. with just wheat. Red okay. <laughs> Chapman's ice cream. Oh yeah. Booyah. You can here only get Chapman's ice cream here. Whoop, whoop. And Dunkaroos. Really? I didn't think that I either. Maybe I did know that, but yeah, those I haven't had Dunkaroos in a long time. Yeah. They're good though. They were great. Cookies and icing. How can you go wrong? Let's just like You can't. Anyway, that's it. No more suggestions from here other than somebody, uh, USMC says that they have Smarties in Texas. So whoop-de-doo. Smarties in Texas. But you can have the Smarties. Yeah, okay? have the Smarties. They're the we worst one on the list. Smarties. Don't care. Leave the Nanaimo bars alone. Yeah. Hit it! Wrong one. Okay, now he's bragging that they have Dunkaroos down there too. Oh. <laughs> Who invited this guy? Let us have our little Canadian party over here. Texas is just just part of the prairies it's anyway just, you're just a bunch of canadians with guns that's all yeah, it is. i mean yeah you just got guns you're and your state isn't even that big i just want you to know that right yeah you think you're big come to canada relative to other states yeah saskatchewan's about as you're big it's like, bigger than texas not canadian big yeah exactly every one of our provinces is bigger than your state right yeah everyone so nothing's not true in texas but. <laughs> Uh, okay, where's... What are, we, what are we talking about today? Tracks not located in Canada or Texas, but it is what it is. <laughs> so let's get after it here. I don't know if we wasted plenty of time. So yeah. every year around this time, as we kind of come up on the season, we like to do a bit of a review of the decking brands and talk about what's new. Uh, nothing's new this year. No, that's why we wasted more time talking about nothing. Yeah, we're like, ah, oh, tracks. Same old... No, so we want to, because some, you know, sometimes people haven't listened. Like, if you came upon a new podcast today, would you go back so far into the archives as to find, like, year-old episodes, two-year-old so, episodes? So when I, the very, when I really got into podcasts, I used to do that. I used to, like, be like, oh, I really like this podcast. And then I would start from the beginning. Oh, really? And work my way forward. Even if it was, I like, three years old? I do not do that now. There's a big library sometimes. Sometimes. So what we're doing is... Like picking an easy topic that we've done before, so we don't have to think much. That's, that's really what that's we're doing. Right. Well, we, and it, it's like a new. We got a, it's it's new really because we got this new yeah. set. We repackage it as a new content. Yes, but no. Sometimes it's just a different take on things. Sometimes, like even though Trex this year isn't releasing any new uh, deck and colors, sometimes there's new things that they're doing in other areas of the business that are worth reviewing. And sometimes people are just new to the podcast. So you like to to talk about the products, so we do these little reviews of all the deck and brands that we kind of um, deal with. And first up on the list is Trex. The most well-known composite, this composite. Is this is true. Sometimes the only known one. It's like the Kleenex of the decking world. It is. It very much is. The tissue known as Kleenex. Right. You know how you make a Trex board dance? How? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you, I you, did. Put a, you put a little boogie in you it. Put, <laughs> <laughs> you want to make a Kleenex joke? I got you. <laughs> yeah. I got you now. Um, anyways, so do you, as somebody who's not, or was formerly not in the industry, what did you know about Trex before? Like what kind of questions would you have about? Well, I knew they were a dinosaur. Trex. Yeah. Like T-Rex. That's, a, that's people, <laughs> that happens a lot. I think the people name, like, yeah, oh, the name is a little silly. Do you carry T-Rex? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, I knew they were a composite decking brand. That was about all I knew. That's about it. Yeah. Were you familiar with any others or was Trex kind of, like you said, the Kleenex Trex was brand. the Kleenex. Right. It's kind of what I knew of it. 
Right. Until I walked into the store and found out that there were right? a plethora. You're welcome, Trex. Our store is teaching people things. So Trex, obviously their bread and butter is their composite. Composite decking lines. Composite. And, but they've always been a company of doing many outdoor living things. In fact, they've got quite a number of categories of products they do deal with. But decking is one of the few that they actually manufacture themselves, the railing as well. But there's also, they do a bunch of other stuff that they have licensing agreements with. They're like an outdoor living. Yeah, 100%. Compared to other decking brands, they've got their fingers in more pies than most. Yeah. Um, read into that what you will. <laughs> so... <laughs> So we'll kind of go through here. I'm going to read off the product categories to make sure we don't miss them and we have a chance to kind of discuss them here. But uh, if you go to Trex.com, which is their website. Trex.com. They really locked that domain down early. Like that not, I wonder if they- 58 million years ago before. I wonder when uh, like the internet, remember like the dot-com boom boom, people were just like buying up names. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how much they had to pay for that. Well, like $14 probably. But today it'll be worth, it's worth like $3.2 million. Right. Uh, but they probably got it early enough when people didn't even know what the internet was. Probably. Right? Trex has been around for a long time. Jurassic period. Right? But even like, even in the non-dinosaur one. Oh, oh right. <laughs> like they've been around for oh, a long yeah. time too. Jurassic Park's coming out. Yeah. It is a new one. It looks I know. It looks so good. Anyways, product lines and categories on their website. If you go into the products, they list as composite decking. I have to say it like that from now on. Composite Why? decking. Because uh, it's American. It's composite. Uh, railing, outdoor lighting, cladding, which we'll talk about a little bit, fasteners and accessories, fascia, fencing, outdoor furniture, deck drainage systems, pergolas, outdoor kitchens, lattice, spiral stairs, cornhole, joist protection, and glass. Cornhole? There is for sure <laughs> a loud motor I was like <laughs> running inside this building. It's probably not getting picked up in the podcast. Listen to that, folks. That's a... Uh, can you hear... Can anybody else hear that? I mean, if we could... I don't know if... <laughs> well played, people. Uh, anyway, so those are the categories that Trex plays in. Like we said, the majority of the revenue just come from uh, composite decking. Does it? Does what it? They do. Is that... Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I mean, I haven't looked. Oh, okay. I haven't, I haven't looked to see what their splits are, but oh, that's, that's their bread huh? and butter. So cornhole? Cornhole, yes. So I think it's funny that they have that as a... That's a... That <laughs> That's as a, a category on their category? website. Yeah, I mean, this was born out of the fact that people would take their scrap decking sometimes and make cornhole boards out of their scrap decking. Yeah. And that's what it used to be. But if you go to their website and look at the... We're jumping ahead in the categories here. And look at the cornhole boards. They're now not made out of composite decking, checks boards. They're like, it's like a photo print that yeah. looks like a deck board, but it's not a deck board. Yeah. I wonder why. So I... Yeah, I don't know. But... This is the grip. It's got to be the gravy. Hard to play the game. Slippery now. Not sure. Anyway, so the decking. Let's talk. Let's spend most of our time talking okay. about that. Let's that's, talk about the decking. That's the bread and butter. So um, if you're not familiar with what a composite deck board is, is it's uh, it's comprised of a number of materials. And in this case, it's wood plastic composite is what we're talking about here. So yeah. it's the makeup of the board is a recycled plastic core with uh, basically recycled wood in it as well. So... For lack of a better term, sawdust mixed in with melted uh, dishwasher jugs, soap jugs. Yes. Or whatever. Plastic bags. HDP plastic. Yeah, well, HDP plastic. So it could come yeah. from a variety of things. There's a couple recycle codes that if you did your research, you'd find out what I can't remember what they are. Number They're, two, number seven, or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. That go into these things. And so, very environmentally friendly product. Mm -hmm. uh, it's literally, quite literally, pulling out. Uh, plastic garbage out of landfills yep. and mixing it with 
basically the the byproduct of lumber mills. So the stuff you're not using anyway after you mill stuff done and making a usable finished product with it. That's beautiful, long lasting and yeah. durable. And, and like, if you think about it too, by not doing a wood deck and doing a composite deck, you are saving trees. Yeah. Like you're netting out good. Literally. In the yeah. positive. Exactly. So they do split up their category in a number of lines. Um, these days, those lines ranging from the lowest cost price point to the highest is the Trex Enhanced Basics. Enhanced Basics. Trex Enhanced Naturals. Yeah. Trex Select and Trex Transcend. So Whoa. they all have the same benefits for most of the, I guess, feature list. Right. So what are we, yeah, what are we getting from top to bottom? From top to bottom, you're getting the complete Trex uh, experience of, <laughs> of, uh, of a non-stainable, sur- oh, I, sh- I shouldn't say Non-stainable? You have a fade and stain warranty on it. Right. So it's not going to fade or stain more than the human eye can tell over that 25-year period. And you've also got your uh, 25-year structural warranty on as well. And that doesn't matter if, whether you're spending the, a little the amount lowest. on the Trexan Basics or the Trexan uh, Transcend high-end stuff. You yeah. get the same warranty, which is yeah. pretty cool. Uh, and you get the same fade and stain protection. The main thing you're not getting from low to high uh, is durability. Oh, just scratching. Okay. So your Trex Transcend board, when compared relative to other composite decking Composites. options out there, is very durable. It's right. one of the one of the best. One as of far the most as, durable. Yeah, one of the most durable to scratching. One of the most durable to impact, uh, like cuts and damage that way. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, the Enhanced Basics. Not great for scratching and whatnot. So if you do value that durability, because you have, you know, large dogs or um, that's the probably the primary thing is the large dogs. Large or you've dogs. got a lot of furniture on there that's you know maybe Moving dragged around. around a lot and it's heavy or something like that. Well, you might you might want to spend a few extra bucks and go for the transcend line. Mm-hmm. You also do get the, I would say the nicer coloring in them. However, with the launch of the enhanced line came the enhanced naturals line, which gives you the coloring that's I would say about as good as the transcend, as the transcend line. line. Right. So you, you no longer have to go up to the most expensive line to get the beautiful get the color you want. variegation. Yeah. Trex is known, I think when I had stand at our walls and look at the multiple brands is known for vi- like nice, bright, vibrant colors. Yeah. And for so sure. the enhanced naturals line has a couple of those that really stand out when you're standing there looking at the wall, like foggy wharf or even Rocky Harbor, they're nice and bright and vibrant. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for something that's a little bit busy, they look, they're awesome. They yeah. sell very well. I think they're very nice looking boards. The enhanced basics, in my opinion, are a little bit blah as any board is that just has a single color in it. It's got that painted board look instead, but they are what they are. They're a good entry level price point. If you're looking for something maintenance free, it's like, and from a good brand, it's about as low price as it gets. Right. Yeah. And you still get the warranty. Right. And the enhanced naturals is somewhere in between. Is that enhanced naturals? Yeah, it's usually about a buck a linear foot more, yeah. and it's priced usually pretty close to where that Trek Select line is. The Trek Select line is the one that confused me. I thought that'd be gone by now. I thought when oh. they released the enhanced lines that they would be like no more Trek Select. Getting rid of the Select, but it's still around. Um, and I'm guessing maybe because of the fact that it's a full inch thickness kind of lower price point board, whereas the mm. enhanced line is scalloped. And so sometimes, oh, okay, potentially in I don't know commercial setting or something, they may require the full thickness board. I'm not sure, but the select line is no variegation again, solid colors, very flat embossing to it. It's got like a directional graining to it. It's 
it looks dated to me. It looks like earlier generation stuff. It is capped. It still has the warranty and the fade and stain and everything else. Yeah. It's just a very flat, solid color look to it. Yeah. So it is what it is. It we is still it. sell a little bit of it, but for sure the Transcend line and the Enhanced Naturals line for us are much bigger sellers than the Select line. That's for sure. So. Yeah. Like, what are they doing? Do, does anybody work around here? <laughs> like, they're riding s- sleds out there? Riding sleds through the, through the yard. Good God. Um, next up is railing. So railing, they kind of got into the... I should go back into the comments here in case we're getting any comments because I kind of went away from that screen. What do we got here? Holy smokes, people are sleeping. <laughs> they're still in here, but they're sleeping. So the Trex rail is another category of things that they build themselves. I actually don't know about the aluminum rail. I don't know that for sure. But the composite railing, they manufacture themselves. Do you like composite railing? Uh, yes and no. For me, it's a love-hate. It's a love-hate. You I like love the, the look, look of it. Yeah. But I don't think it's as good as aluminum as far as the install right. and longevity. Oh, oh, longevity. Hmm. Because it's plastic. I guess so. At the end of the day. Yep. And it expands and contracts with the temperature swings and aluminum doesn't really. Like right. it's, you never ever hear of aluminum railing that's like expanded or contracted and left gaps or cracked. And that does right. happen with sometimes with composite rail. Okay. I mean, it's not a common thing. I'm not trying to say it's a bad product, but it's just like, it's something to consider. Right. Uh, but anyways, they are much more known for their composite rail. Like they dominate composite railing. They don't. Uh, yet at least dominate in the aluminum railing market, at least in Canada. Right. There's a couple of really hmm. strong brands of aluminum railing up here that are kind of railing only companies that really dominate the market. Yeah. And in our area, we don't do a lot of composite railing. Not much. Nope. Like, Very few and far between. Yeah. We'd be lucky if like on a, on a, on a high composite year, we would sell like 10% of the rails would be composite and that would be a heavy year. Yeah. It's usually less than that. So it's not a huge thing. Uh, Aluminum really dominates up here. I just don't know, like, if their aluminum rail is manufactured by somebody else and just has their name on it. I suspect that's the case, but I don't know who. So. There you go. I can know some things. You could, don't know you, them all. You don't know them all. So have a look at it. The, it's a good system, panelized system, the Trex rail. So um, it's, oh, it's good. It's yeah. paneled. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And so it's good. It's just that before, like when it came to market, it was quite a bit more money than the ones that were already in market. So it was a bit of an uphill battle mm-hmm. for them because it was like a similar, similar quality product, but the price was higher. Sure. It had the brand name, but it didn't like, in my opinion, it didn't give you more than what some of the other ones were doing. Right. So, uh, hasn't taken off, but their composite rail. That's where you can really start to play around with the colors. Cause you can mix and match your baluster covers and your top rail colors and your post color colors yeah. and your sleeve and cap colors and everything and do different infill kits and everything else can really create a nice customized look for your deck and match it to the decking. If you want to, that's a big thing. Yeah. And it's all, it's also like a a bulkier, more um, premium look than aluminum rail is Is to me. Not that I'm saying aluminum rail isn't stable, but is it a little like sturdier aluminum rail? Uh, Their composite railing. Um, Is the composite railing sturdier? Yeah. No. No, I wouldn't say so. Oh, really? No. Oh, okay. That's not what I would have expected. <laughs> I think, well, especially if we start talking about these uh, these panelized systems that are welded together or something from um, Trex or Fortress or anybody else that's doing it. Like, that's a pretty pretty sturdy system once it's all bolted together and everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of those, like the um, 
Trex rail system, for example, the balusters that go into it, they, they're just kind of like snug, like they're pressure fit. Oh. So they just kind of like slide in. They're not mechanically fastened in any way. Um, so no, I don't feel like it gives you a sturdier, it gives you a sturdier looking rail. Right. Like it looks bulkier, looks like it'd be stronger, but I don't know that I would say it You're is. not like building it into the deck in a different way. Or well, you could, you could, you could frame in a four by four post into the framing of the deck and that would probably be potentially more sturdier than a surface mount. But there's issues with that, with using lumber in those sleeves too. And I think it's becoming more and more common for people to use the surface mount uh, metal uh, posts inside Post. of the sleeves anyway. And so then you're surface mounting in both applications, whether you're doing aluminum or right or this. And so anyways, yeah, it like, like I said, it looks, it looks more sturdy. I don't believe that it is. You got a comment on there. I see. Yeah. Deck protect says aluminum over it for strength for sure. Yeah. Huh, there you go. So more of a complete, like mechanically fastened, potentially even welded system altogether rather than kind of the yeah. component based gotcha. snug fit, pressure fit type stuff going on there. So that's that. Um, or you just turned your screen off. Which screen? I <laughs> uh, just minimize some things, you know. So another category they talk about that there's, you know, they do quite a bit in is the outdoor lighting. So they've got a low voltage lighting system that if you want to, uh, they make the caps for their aluminum rail, their composite rail. They make stair riser lights. They make all sorts of little lights that you can kind of put onto your deck to light up a variety of things. Running off a low voltage transformer, there's not much to say about it. It works. It's fine. It's, it's lighting. It's lighting. It's better than cheap box store crap. Right. Um, it's better than no lights. It's better than no lights. It is what it is. It is what it is. So we'll just skip that and go to clouding. <laughs> so a few years ago, all of a sudden, the composite manufacturers decided that, hey, like our decking, why couldn't it just be used on a wall? And there was <laughs> like, that was probably how the meeting went. Why can't and nobody had a good reason. And so therefore everybody started doing it. Yeah. So now they're selling cladding in the transcend colors, uh, like as wall cladding as well. Is it, it looks good. Thinner? No, I believe that, well, like I shouldn't speak head cause I've never actually done it, but I believe that theirs is simply their own, like just, it's just Trex transcend deck boards. Cause you do have some companies that like started out that way. And then they've gone to, um, They've gone to a different product that is thinner to reduce cost probably is what it is. But uh, yeah, because you don't need like a super thick board on the outside of your. No, it doesn't need to be structural anymore yeah. if you're doing that. So you could reduce cost by making it thinner. But no, I think in this case, it's just like using deck boards as cladding. Oh. So you're starting to see it a little bit more on commercial projects, especially like like fast food restaurants McDonald's, and stuff like that. Yeah. Or doing using some of these composite cladding products. So I like the look. I uh, like honestly. It it does look really good. It, yeah. Like when I see it, it looks it looks really sharp. I like Especially it. Especially as like bit. an accent. Like I've seen it on some, like the front of some houses where it does like a little L above the doorway. Yeah, yeah. The rest is like stuck out or yeah. Uh, now fasteners is another category they do of things fasteners they made. Too? Oh yeah, buddy. Holy oh, yeah, buddy. So they do make fasteners. They make their own uh, hidden fastener clip, universal fastener. Uh, called the Trex Hideaway. It's just a basically a vinyl biscuit style clip with a stainless steel screw in it. It is what it is. It's fine. Um, it holds the board in place. Holds the board in place. Gives you a quarter inch gap. Automatically spaces your boards for you. It's fine. It's not the best faster in the market, in my opinion, but it works well with their products. And Trex is kind of the jack of all trades. It seems like they got a, they got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean the, the, their clip has been out for a long time, and other companies have had a chance to innovate upon it. 
Mm. Uh, the only innovation that I can recall that's changed in the Trex hideaway clip over the years is that they went from a, a number one Robertson bit to a Torx bit on it a couple of years ago. Oh. Which was great. It's a good move. Like, that much better than the, the little Robbies that would strip out before. So that was a good move. But I think they could also use, um, you know, potentially a little bit. There's two things I would change about the clip. I would have it bite into the board a little bit better, for one. Oh, okay. And I would make the clip wider so it blacks out the joist. It's not a full inch and a half wide. Oh. So you still see the joist below it. And I think those are a couple, like, really minor little things they could do that would improve that clip. Yep. But, but if you're going to joist tape your joist. That, well, then that wouldn't matter. Yeah. As much. So, yeah. Which they sell joist tape. <gasps> so maybe. Maybe it's a play. Maybe that's why they're <laughs> doing it. Uh, they have the starter clips as well. Of course, you can also put down their decking with uh, some approved composite deck screws or Cortex plugs, which are available for Trex as well. Oh, there you go. Um, the Trex blade, they list on their website here as well, maybe by Diablo. I don't know. I haven't heard much about this. Um, they have their own blade? They do have their own blade. So I don't know that it cuts it any better, but it's like it's an actual branded Trex blade. The idea is that the teeth, I believe how this is supposed to work, is that the teeth are like very minorly offset to so that it generates less heat. So it cuts through plastic cleaner. I gotcha. In concept, it seems fine. I do, I've never used one personally myself. Um, I remember talking to a Diablo rep years and years ago at a hardware store and uh, they didn't inspire confidence in me because <laughs> the blades are more expensive than just buying. Oh, yeah. A regular blade, but so maybe some people, I don't know if, if people in the chat have used these blades and seen good things and let me know. Can you just have a slower RPM saw? Uh, yeah. I mean, less teeth is usually what people go for to generate less heat because oh, it's okay. more aggressive. It'll take out more material at once instead of like, so right. it just I reduces gotcha. heat. So I, I just never had a problem with cutting it with all the blades I've ever used. I never had a problem with it gumming up. Right. It wasn't, especially yeah. not on tracks. Yeah. So I don't know. Seemed like a solution to a problem that wasn't really a problem. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. That's fair. Uh, what else we got in here? TC Dex. What is the best product in the market in your opinion, Shane? Holy. This is... Aww. Uh, what are you trying to do to me This here? is a Trex, Trex overview? Yeah, for today it's Trex, Levi. Leave it alone. Oh, for hidden fasteners, he said. He had it for <laughs> hidden fasteners. <laughs> Strathcona Exterior says the blade is nothing special. Uh, that's generally what I've heard. Uh, Carly Engel Matheson says they should allow the use of other clips. I agree. Deck Protect says use them. There's a noticeable difference for rip cuts. Okay, sure. Long, lengthwise cuts where you're going through. Sure, maybe it helps to clear up material and not gum up as much. Yeah. Possibly, I guess. Uh, the best clips. I don't know. You have to be crazy to not say that the camel clips are pretty kick-ass these days. Everybody loves them. Um, yeah, they seem to just be... I assume there's two reasons why Trex doesn't allow them yet. One would be the gapping is only 3 sixteenths of an inch instead of a quarter, which they require for their warranty, which I'm sure 3 sixteenths is fine most of the time. But uh, regardless, uh, they probably just don't want to lose money on fastener sales. Mm. Let's be honest. Yeah. But um, sometimes there's a product that comes out that's so good that it can influence people's other purchasing decisions. And I think the camo system is one of those products. Yeah. It's just, we've had people good system that are like, I only want to install boards that camo works with and we'll, they'll warranty it. And it's like, okay, 
<laughs> so well, it changes your specifications real quickly. Now that said, you can use the camo clip with Trex if you like. It's just that if there's anything that happens to the deck and there's a warranty claim that's a result of the fasteners failing, then you're not warrantied from Trex anymore if it's a fastener issue. But I believe that you would still maintain your fade and stain warranty or things that are unrelated to the clips. Right. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> You use the wrong fasteners, so we can't uh, warranty your fade and stain anymore. Yeah, that's right. That would be that would be not good for anybody if they tried to pull that. Um, Haney Construction says Trex Diablo twelve inch and seven and a quarter inch blades are both are, uh, both still gum up with the more dense composite boards. Go slow with it and have plenty of vacuum for either. So there you go. Less about the blade, more about the um, the. Uh, the approach to it going slow, slow it down yeah using a vacuum is never a bad idea to just clear the material out in the first place that way it can't get gummed up right it doesn't get hot yeah tc dex has agreed love the camo clips yeah i mean fibron did it where they just kind of like fibron and decorators both were like okay these clips are awesome let's just get on board with these clips and you know fibron brands their own camo clips now so there's they're still making money off it there's a way yeah. so get after it so that's that any questions about that brace nope Good old Trex. Trex was. Fasteners and accessories. What else we got next? Next category, fascia. I don't know why this is in its own category, but. uh, Oh, yeah, we're still going. Turns out. (laughs) Yeah, we got a lot to go through here, buddy. The fascia is just the, you know, a one by eight or one by 12 uh, board, 12 foot length that matches the deck boards that hides the edge like your framing. I don't know what. There's no more to say about that. Right. It should just not have its own category. Yeah, it's in with the decking. Yeah. Trex fencing. Composite fencing. Composite fencing. Composite fencing. Gotcha. Yes, sir. Um, not a product that's caught on here too much. I you know, I imagine they probably do do lots of it somewhere. Do do. Do do. Looks good. What's there to say? It's, it's a vertical composite, composite fencing. Composite board. It's more expensive than wood. Looks better. Lasts longer. Lasts longer. Same fade and stain warranty? I don't know that, actually. I was just thinking that myself. I was like scrolling down to see if I could find a quick blurb on the warranty because I don't know that. Shane will find out and put it on the blog. Somebody knows in the, somebody's going to know in the Instagram whether the Trex fencing, uh, what the Trex fencing warranty is. And then we'll tell you. Once then we'll tell you. We're okay. Not, we're not, we just like, we get the information from wherever we can. Uh, the next category they uh, talk about is outdoor furniture. So this has been one, two, where this is a licensed line. This is not something Trex is manufacturing themselves. Or it never used to be, so unless something's changed, it doesn't look like it's changed, so it looks like the same stuff. So licensed furniture, it always looks really good. Um, I don't know. There's much more to say about that either. It's it's outdoor furniture. So looks cool. Yeah, it, back when I did inquire about it, it was quite pricey, but outdoor furniture is quite pricey. It's all quite pricey. No matter where you get it from. Yeah. <laughs> so Yeah, even like Yisk. <laughs> yeah, which you'd expect to be like dirt cheap. Bargain basement type pricing is still quite expensive. Next category they they do stuff with, and I like this one, deck drainage system. So Trex Rain Escape. This is a product that we do quite well with. Uh, I think one, because it's like, it's easy to install. It's a low skew it's count. Orange, orange system. It's orange. They have black now too. Um, there's not many skews to it. So it's very simple to install. It, it There's nothing complicated about it. It's like you basically put plastic troughs over top of your joists that sag yep. between the joists to create a, tr- a valley that catches the water as it falls through your deck boards and drains it out to the end of the trough where it dumps it into a de- uh, east trough and or it goes to a downspot somewhere. And yeah. Bob's your uncle. You have dry space on your deck. Yeah. The cool thing about it, it's not 
I wouldn't call it cheap anymore. It's gone up there in price a little bit. Um, to Canadian dollars, I'd say it's probably around seven or eight bucks a square foot, likely now on a finished install Holy. of it. Uh, so it does add to the cost. It's not insignificant. However, if you think about what you're doing, you're basically doubling your liver, living space underneath your deck. It's a it's quite a cheap way to do that. Right, exactly. So if you got a 300 square foot deck up top and then you can put a dry space in and it costs you a couple thousand dollars. Then you're got a whole uh, other room down and you there. you have a lot of extra room down below that yeah. cost. If like the deck just finished costing you 60 to a hundred bucks a square foot. Mm-hmm. And then you can add double that space down below for another eight bucks. <laughs> so <laughs> that's nothing. I mean, you might have to finish I mean, it and nothing, do your patio but... and stuff too, but at least you've gotten some use. But even, space. even if it's, it's dry storage, yeah, no matter what, hundred percent. So you have a hundred square foot deck and it's five feet off the ground, six feet off the ground. And so for $800, you've gotten a shed which that didn't take any more space in your yard. Yeah. Like free bonus shed. So it's a, it's a good one. And it's DIY friendly too. It's easy enough to put down. Um, yeah, I like it. That's okay with you. I'll like it. Yeah. Pergola, this is another licensed product. Um, they have their own pergola? They have pergola kits, yeah. They're aluminum-based pergola. They're powder-coated. They look good. Um Again, last time I looked into it years ago, they were quite pricey, but again, they're aluminum pergola kits are aluminum. quite pricey. Yeah. Uh, but they're certainly nice looking. So DIY, DIY friendly, come in a bunch of different colors. Yeah, I don't know how DIY friendly they are, like what the, I've never built one before. So oh, okay. I can't tell you if it's complicated or not. Generally, you wouldn't think they'd be too complicated. A few tech screws here and there, I'm sure, and it probably goes together fairly decently if you're at all handy. They look very modern. They are a modern look, yeah. Outdoor kitchens. So this is something they've always done, but they and it's another licensed product. But they switched the licensee or the licensor uh, a couple of years ago. It used to be through Naturecast, which is a different type of product. It was like a foam core plastic, essentially foam really doors. Yeah, it was. It's a neat product. It looks beautiful. Um, they switched to Danver, which is a stainless steel cabinet, and so both were fairly pricey. I would think that the stainless steel ones are probably more, but outdoor kitchens like right off the bat it's a like ultra premium product yeah it is yeah it's a it's a premium product for sure uh boy oh boy go back here into the comments got lots of action going on here today uh here we go for the warranty stain and fade on vertical surface no problem oh okay there you go answers that question I don't know if he's saying that's part of the warranty. If he's saying that there's no, there's less risk of it fading and staining on a vertical. Oh, because you don't surface. have like the sun angle. Of the sun's not beating the crap out of it, right? Like a flat surface, it's a pretty common issue. Well, then you think they would just warranty it then? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Strathcona says they used to have a plug system for fascia, which is cool. Not sure if they still do. They do. They still uh, do for the trans. Yeah, did they come up with that with the other ones? I think they had it for the transcend line first, and then I believe they came up with the select line. And I don't. Know that I've heard anything about the enhanced line, uh, which would be kind of goofy to put it out for the enhanced line because they don't make plugs for the deck board. So then why bother with the fascia, with the even fascia. though they could? Because the fascia is not scalloped. It's a solid profile. Yeah. So I don't know about that. But anyways, yes, they do still have the fascia, um, fascia for fascia plugs. Fascia. Uh, outdoor kitchens we talked about. That's good. And lattice. So this, I believe this is a... They have their own category for lattice too? Yeah, I, I, don't know if this Man. Is, I don't know if this is licensed or if they bought these guys, but essentially it's PVC lattice. Oh, okay. Um, with some cool patterns on it. So lattice is a swear word for a lot of people. I was going to say. But 
it's kind of becoming popular again because they're getting like different companies that make it are getting more creative with the patterns in it. Now it actually kind of looks good and probably right. the quality is improving with it a little bit as well. It's not, not just old wood diamonds that break plastic and diamonds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Spiral stairs. Again, this is a licensed product. Um, is this like I believe this comes kit? out of the it iron just like shop. Just comes down as a spiral kit like stair. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to provide your uh, your like height dimensions. measurements and everything else, and it's kind of built to suit your oh, space, okay. whatever. But it's a bit of a like a kit system where you get your pole and your your <laughs> stair treads and you, <laughs> yeah, railing all comes with it, so it's pretty slick. Again, premium product, but if you're in the market for a spiral staircase, spiral staircase. you <laughs> are a premium customer. <laughs> so it is what it is. I, yeah, I mean, I've always thought spiral staircases were cool. Yeah, they are cool. They're like super cool. The goofy thing here is that we're technically not supposed to use them. In Regina, doesn't like them. They don't like. Why? Uh, the reasoning they've given functional. Before, yeah, <laughs> the reason they've given them before to us was that um, they're a fire hazard. Not a fire hazard. They're a fire safety hazard because if somebody was trying to use that as an exit point mm. from their deck, and a fire person had to carry somebody out with their equipment on. They're not wide enough to get down. So what if we put no stairs on? Oh, that's okay. So, <laughs> so then, what? <laughs> Let's put no stairs on. So getting down uncomfortably worse than throwing people over the rail. Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay, whatever. It is what it is. Cornhole boards we talked about. We're not going to talk about it again until, right, until I did. And then <laughs> now joist protection. You mentioned before, um, one, of the, one of the components of... The rain escape system is a butyl tape that you tape all your seams with. Is and it the so same butyl it's tape? It's the same butyl tape. Oh, okay. It's, I don't know if it's thinner on it, but it's different size. Like they make narrower ones, inch and five eighths for doing uh, joists instead of the four inch tape that comes with the rain escape system. So yeah. now you have two sizes for joists and beams, double beams, uh, inch and five eighths and three and an eighth inch for doing single and doubles. Uh, it's fine. It's a butyl tape. There's nothing to write home about here. It's, uh, it works just fine. Trex does everything uh, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what, like, it's not, none of it's bad. No. Right? No, it's all very it's not, good. It's all very good. So, but that's just like, to me, tape is tape. Like, we love uh, G-Tape. There's lots of other products out there now, too. There's things to love about different types of tape. It's just a different type of tape. The adhesive that's used on here is is more common, the butyl. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. I'm not, it's whatever. Nothing to write home about on tape. I, I'm not going to write any letters to anybody. You, Might probably get haven't, back. you haven't written one in a long time. I have not written one in a long time. The final category they have on their website is glass. And this is just the like hinting at the fact that they do glass rail. So there you go. If you would like to put glass in your rail, you can do glass in your rail. Oh, would have been way cooler <laughs> if it was glass decking. <laughs> right. <laughs> or if it was like a scenic rail. I'm surprised they haven't gotten into that. Uh, maybe they haven't in their commercial line. I, I don't know. But uh, all of their rail glass rail options on the residential side at least have the top rail on it. So if you're looking for something, mm. you got a view. Um, now that said, with their aluminum rail, the top rail is quite thin profile, so it's not a big uh, view blocker to begin with. Right. So you'd still preserve a lot of view by just switching to a glass panel in there. So if you want to do it, I ain't going to tell you not to. How was that? That was good. How was your Trex review today? It was good. I, I had a lot of products that I didn't know about. Uh Almost all of them. <laughs> yeah. Except for the decking, I, uh, I didn't really know that. about any of them. Yeah. So 
if you're a homeowner looking at different decking options and you're wondering, well, how's Trex? Well, they're like, there's your, they're Trex, there's your, man. yeah. I mean, they're the biggest dog in the industry. Um, we've always said before that if you Google looking for problems, you will find them. Trex in their early years had a lot of issues with warranty claims and, you know, they were kind of like the, they were the, um, at the forefront of the industry. So they were the ones that had the most product out there and kind yeah. of, you know, so of course the failures hit them harder than most probably. Uh, the good news is that they really took care of those people that had the problems. The warranty oh. stood up and a lot of people that had, you know, Trex decks that failed eight, nine, 10 years in ended up getting new Trex decks. And so, uh, yes, you'll find problems if you Nothing look for it, that. <laughs> but, and you'll find a lot of people that like to shit talk Trex too, because when you're number one, uh, everybody likes to take a shot you at get you. People that like to take shots at you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're getting a great product. Like I said, the Transcend line, if you're looking for something that's beautiful and durable and has good warranty on it and is backed by a good quality company, then and there's a big your ticket. company. Yeah. It ain't going anywhere. They're not they're not disappearing. And if that's not quite in your budget, then have a look at the Trex Enhanced Naturals line because I think it's a great bang for your buck. Um, the basics too, if you you know, if you if you just want a solid color look, then go for it. Yeah. And if you're just looking for that maintenance free lifestyle at a lower price point, then the enhanced basics will get it for you. Right, and it's clo- it's probably the closest product uh, to price point to wood out there in the Trex lineup. Yeah, and it would be pretty close. Like any of the major competitors, they're all priced similarly, similarly. around there. So yeah. you can kind of pick your poison in that lineup. They've got a medium gray and then a kind of a lighter brown and a dark brown. So your options are a little bit limited there, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It ain't wood, and there's no work to maintain it. Zero so. work. Well, not zero work. Very low, low cleaning. maintenance. A little bit rinse off here and there. Yeah, That's exactly. the catch though with that stuff though. I will say with that enhanced basics line, those darker solid colors do show dirt a lot more than those variegated ones. Yeah. You put clamshell on a deck. That's like a, I said medium. It's almost like a medium to medium dark gray. Right. Shows footprints and dust very easily. Right. Foggy Wharf on the other hand is a lighter gray with some, a lot of lot going on to distract your eye. It doesn't look dirty ever that's like a black car and a white car 100 percent, right yeah so in our showrooms we've got like well in the regina one here we've got foggy wharf bordered with clamshell well the clamshell looks dirty all the time mm-hmm. the foggy wharf it doesn't, doesn't look, look dirty, dirty yet yeah. we haven't cleaned it yet yeah exactly <laughs> don't mop that one yeah just leave it improving points here <laughs> this spot has never been cleaned that's right <laughs> so there it is there you have it is that it uh one more thing i'll add because people are going to wonder what about how hot does it get uh, hot. It's plastic. It's, plastic. And it's hot outside. It gets hot. Is it that any different than any other hot. composite? No. Is it different than most woods? Not really. <laughs> right. The general thing is go with a lighter color. It will stay a little bit less hot than darker colors. So that clamshell I just talked about will get hotter in the sun than the foggy wharf will. Just exactly. because of grade two science, darker colors will absorb more heat. Uh, so do that. But if it's 35 slash 110 degrees outside and the your sun deck's is too hot. on it. It's probably a little bit uncomfortable to the back of your legs. Yeah. So it's going to burn your little footsies. Put your flip flops on. Across. Yeah. And no, there's no, there's no like there's no silver system. bullet of like, do this one. Cause it stays yeah. cold. No, none of them do. Yeah. They just get less hot. So, so there you go. There it is. So for me, Bryce, let's get out of here. Take her easy people. Hey, 
Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site, come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.